Thank you for tuning in. This is e-learning explained. Are you concerned about the efficiency of e-learning? Or maybe you're unsure of how e-learning will take place during the MCO? Learn all that you need through our e-learning explained podcast. I am your host, Daniel Iskanda. In this episode, we have Mark Bo de Silva, senior lecturer from the School of Liberal Arts and Sciences, Taylor's University, to share with us how he has been using different e-learning platforms to conduct his acting classes, adapting to the various challenges presented, and the need for the arts to continue. I hope you're all ready for some exclusive insights. So, Mark, could you tell us how you've adopted e-learning in class? First of all, we need to know the nature of a drama program, a drama module. Uh, It's very practical-based. It's almost tactile. There's a lot of scent. Uh, All the senses are used in a class. And so, of course, uh, what happens is when you want to translate it onto an online platform, online class, um, there's a need to want to differentiate the components that you want to teach. For example, if you want to teach vocals, how do you do it online, right? One of the things I did was I went to the platform that I was most comfortable with. I realized that in WhatsApp, you can see one another at least one-to-one. You could have voice notes, you can send videos. So I first started with that, reaching out to them individually. And then because there was group work in the process, they made small groups themselves. And then later we became a bit more sophisticated, we tried Zoom and then because they had to put up a production, that medium had to change also, right? Now instead of a stage and uh, sitting for the audience, your audience is your general public that goes onto YouTube or whatever. So how do we give them a performance? So we thought of a video performance. Instead of a live performance, now you get um, a video performance and the closest you could get to a live performance, maybe it's a streaming performance. But for this class, we had a video recording of their performance, which they had to individually do by themselves in their own rooms, dorms, houses, whatever. And then they patched it together to uh, create a video. What were some of the responses when e-learning was first introduced? I got was everybody needed it. Everybody wanted to know how can we, not to say triumph over this, but how can we uh, still deliver a good class? How can we still conduct a lesson effectively? We were all very eager to just listen to whoever uh, had something to share. Okay, going into this new way of learning, could you share with us some of the challenges you faced while adopting e-learning? I would categorize the challenges to maybe two. One is the content of the subject that I'm teaching. And the other, again, is back to the issue of technology. That when you are doing e-learning, there are issues like preparation needed, Um, you know, to make sure your connection is strong so that the lesson does not have any glitches in between. Um, Then if I look at the other point of view, the human factor, right? Um, Especially a class like drama or even any class, if I ask you yourself, you know, when you hear a lecturer giving a discussion it's doing a discussion a talk a speech whatever and then engaging in discussion with you there is sometimes things you cannot touch you cannot talk about you cannot you cannot quantify it's intangible all these things are still at a planning stage we are just starting the new semester online fully so i think a lot of the feedback will happen uh, maybe mid-semester tell us how are e-assessments and e-submissions being conducted for subjects that are very hands-on For writing assignments like journal submissions um, and analysis, all these things are 
happening just as before the students just email but uh, of course uh, assessments which require them to perform live like the final assessment which is a public performance that has to change and what I changed it to was a uh, vlog uh, presentation where the students perform a monologue which they recorded either on their phones or their laptops and then after that they were free to use whatever app or program to turn it into like a short film or a video or a vlog. Live performance has been changed into a video performance. I read your article online, switching on the mindset for online acting in a drama course and you mentioned a project you did with your class. Could you tell us more about your project entitled Quarantine? Usually at the end of this module, we get them to devise a play, an original play. They uh, think of a topic that interests them. It can be a social issue or something that they are grappling with. And in groups, they will devise and create an original script and perform that script. What is it that we want to talk about right now? So we all felt, oh, this is the thing that is really affecting us because they are all going to be staying in their houses and especially the foreign students who are in their hostels, right? They have really nowhere to go. So we talked about this idea of being uh, isolated, alone, quarantine. So we thought of that word lah, and we used that word quarantine as a springing board, you know, an inspiration to start our creation process. So that's where it came from, um, trying to tap onto something which is current right now. And I think what is more current than this life that we're all living right now. Do you think e-learning has changed the way we're handling practical learning? You know, the Actors Studio and uh, Taylor's University is together in this BPA program. We are the leaders in drama education in our country and for that, we cannot stop. What is the thing that we need to do? We need to embrace online learning. I think what it's made us think about is resilience, lah, that we need to be resilient, we need to be Continuing this, somehow educational institutions is finding a ways to still go on and performing arts is one of the disciplines that has to go on. And now we talk about creativity. You know, at the core of learning drama, learning performing arts, what is it all about? It's about the, the innate human need to tell stories. And until today, human beings are telling stories. We survive and connect by telling stories. Facebook, Instagram is all about telling stories. So I think this e-learning thing is just going to make us tell our stories in a more innovative manner. I believe e-learning is just another stage. Okay, I'm sure the performing arts industry is affected by this new way of creating art. So can the show really go on? How do we create art during these challenging times? The arts people, they are a people that connect one another and I felt that they needed to still do something even if it's a simple artistic kind of drawing game online they needed to still do still be so i feel that people are getting very creative uh, these days online they are doing you know the short sketches and i feel that that's the way to go right now we're all like going back to basics like that you know we as people we become a lot more creative when we have very little resources um, and i think that's what's happening right now people are getting a bit more creative with their art um, how do they do it? I think that's really up to the artist. Okay, final question. This goes out to all our students. Any advice for students adapting to e-learning? For all my classes, I created the Teams group. I have a WhatsApp group. So I don't know how many times I've mentioned in a WhatsApp group, uh, be patient. 
I'm sorry if things do not work out in the first class because uh, I'm very worried. I'm very worried about technology uh, not coming together when I really need it to. So I advise students to be patient, especially with the lecturers and also to be patient with this process. Yeah, I think just like the lecturers, this batch of students that will undergo this uh, e-learning, especially in drama, would, would at least know that if this happens again in the future, that, that this, this is already something that they have done and it's not alien or foreign to them. There will be more options. The alternative of doing something not face-to-face -face can be there. But at least now we can say, okay, you know, if we don't cancel the rehearsal, can we do this online? Uh, because we have done it. So I think that is the thing that we can come out of like, having had this experience. All right, thank you so much. That was Mark Bo de Silva, Senior Lecturer from the School of Liberal Arts and Sciences at Taylor's University. I'm your host, Daniel Iskandar, signing off from eLearning Explained. A podcast that brings everything you need to know about eLearning at Taylor's. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for listening.